Welcome everyone to Brewing Into Cinema. If this is your first time here, welcome and welcome to the show. So tonight I'm going to be talking about the 2002 sci-fi horror film, Nope. But before we do that, what I like to do to start each show, what I've been doing recently is cover my love of craft beer. So tonight I'm having a Voodoo Ranger Fruit Punch. Uh, don't know if this can be any good. Uh, Voodoo Ranger usually puts out some really good beers. I had uh, I had their Hazy uh, Juice PA or IPA earlier, so uh, let's let's give this a pop a little top here and see what we're working with. Interesting. You don't really get the fruit punch taste until the very end of it. And this is a call. This is out in Colorado. Colorado is just they just pump out so much good beer in Colorado. Colorado is one of the best places to buy any brewer in Colorado. Just buy the bricks. It's probably going to be really good. Um, this is an inter interesting one. 9.5 alcohol uh, content. Uh, I bought it because the can looked really cool. It said fruit punch on it. I thought maybe it tastes more like fruit punch. It's kind of like almost like a little bit of a like a Kool-Aid. There's not enough sugar in it. It's not terrible, but it's not like the best. But maybe it'll grow on me as I'm drinking this through the episode. So... Cheers to you guys, and uh, let's talk some movies here. So, Nope uh, came out in 2022, directed by Jordan Peele. It's a sci-fi sci horror. It is going to run you two hours and ten minutes. It is currently available on Peacock, or probably Redbox or most streaming services. But you can find it for Peacock on free if you're a subscriber like myself. It is starring Daniel... Coulier, Kiki Palmer, and Brandon Perrier. Probably butchering his last name, but we're close. Uh, this was a weird one for me. Was, I don't really know what to expect to go into it because the trailer doesn't really give you too much information. Basically, a story about a brother and sister who own a ranch with their father. The father who passes away in like the first like 14 seconds of the movie from a nickel going through his eye literally a nickel they don't understand why or what happened it's very weird it's just a weird film it starts a real slow burn and basically they own a hollywood horse farm ranch the ranch they own basically their horses are used in hollywood and so basically they're trying to make their money off of that and they notice like all this weird stuff starts happening with the horses and then there's like like a weird, like fake, like Western town, the Northern called Jupiter's Claim, which is owned by a former child movie star. And then he has his whole backstory. He's a child movie star with a show with a live action, like with a live, like chimpanzee that ends up like mauling. I don't know if he, they never really say if he mauls a couple of the characters. I think he kills one of them, like live on TV, studio audience. So that's like, just a bunch of flashbacks of that. And it's just, and he owns like this like land and he has like an old Western town. It's like a to basically a tourist trap. And he bunts up against the ranch where the brother and sister own this horse, Hollywood horse ranch. So it, it again, they own a whore, uh, Hollywood horse ranch. They're, they're, they're broke. And they notice a lot of things, weird things start happening. And Daniel, then then uh, Daniel Coulier's character, OJ, he starts seeing weird things in the sky. He thinks he sees an alien. 
And then they go to a Fry's Electronics store where you meet Angel. He's honestly one of the better parts of the film. His character, Fry's Electronics store, which apparently is an electronic store that used to be around, didn't know that. But we'll also get to that into this six-pack facts that we'll get to in a little bit. They buy a bunch of camera equipment because they're like, hey, we're in captures on film. There's really an alien out there messing with stuff, stealing our horses and stuff. We're going to capture it on film. And basically, it's a slow burn until you actually get to see what they're actually dealing with. There's a scene earlier in the movie where there's like kids dressed up as like fake aliens and they're being like super creepy in like the horse barn. And honestly, that part was really like to me, it was kind of creepy. I was like, oh, this is like really creepy. This is really good. It turns out it's just kids the whole time. And honestly, I this at watching this film, I would rather those been like the alien than the creature that we got with the film. I, I don't know. I was just very underwhelmed with this film overall, I have to say. It was a slow burn. Uh, the chimpanzee background story, I that I mean just it, it I, I mean I guess it adds to the creepiness of this movie. The whole fact that if you don't look at the alien or the creature that lives in the clouds that sucks up live people and spits out your keys, your chains, anything metal that it can't digest. It can't eat flags. It, it can't digest the flags and, and stuff like that. So it spits it back out and it, like it's raining blood on the house. But you can't it can't it won't mess with you if you don't look at it. I thought that was really weird. That, like, if you don't look at it, it won't mess with you. So that's kind of, like, the whole point of it. Like, you don't look at it. And then, of course, like, Jupiter's Claim tries to make, like, an attraction out of it. So, of course, it kills all the people there. And then it follows the brother and sister back to the ranch after he discovers what's going on. And it's just, I don't know. And then the alien at the end, it was just, it was just a, to me, it was just kind of a letdown. I know some people enjoy this film. Maybe I just, I don't know. I just didn't, I thought it was kind of like, meh. like it was okay. It wasn't really like scary. It was, it was very sci-fi. It wasn't really horror. besides like the monkey, like beating people's faces with his fist. I don't know. I was kind of underwhelmed by it. I was expecting a little bit more, but at the same time from the trailer, I didn't really expect too much. If that makes sense. Uh, it was some good acting performances, but overall the story kind it didn't really like it didn't excite me. In the fact you're able to kill this creature that lives in the sky, in a cloud, with a giant inflatable and giant inflatable balloon. Like, it was so anti. The problem with me is it was so anticlimactic. It was so anticlimactic. I just maybe I miss like the main whole like message behind the film with the maybe there's like a secret meaning with the alien in the balloon and dying that i just didn't understand but i thought that was kind of a letdown i was kind of when there'd be more of a showdown with like actual creatures on the ground versus like something just that's never that never touched the ground it's always hovering in the air one of the cool things that it does do is that it kills electronics so you know it's coming and but it's also like the fact that you can be in a house and you're not looking at it and it can rain blood and keys and shoes and pieces of metal and wheelchairs and stuff on top of your house. It doesn't mess with you in the house because you're not looking at it. I don't know. I just, I was very underwhelmed overall, to, to say the least. So 
Let's jump in to what I like to call my six pack facts. So again, beer themed, six pack, let's get it. So first fact we got on the dock here, guys. Weeks prior to filming, note, the Fry's Electronic Store used to be a real electronic store. I found this out when I was like, searching some facts for you guys. Used to be a real electronic store. I never heard. Maybe it's a Cal maybe it's a West Coast thing. I didn't really dive into that. But apparently the last store was in Burbank. But apparently what Jordan Peele did was him and his crew went in to the building that was just abandoned and vacant. And they rebuilt the entire Fry's electronic store for this film. And they got, they got like they redid the van and the hole inside. And that's where you meet Angel's character. So that's pretty cool. That's a it's a real that's a lot of attention to detail. So I'll give them that extreme attention to detail is so key for me on this. Fact number two. Nope was the first horror movie filmed. For her first horror movie ever filmed in 65 millimeter IMAX film. So when you watch this film, you're watching cinematic history. So this is two, two podcast episodes in a row where you're hearing about cinematic history with movies being filmed. My last one was Oppenheimer. Go check that one out. You get the six-pack facts on that. Some more cinematic history with that, with certain cameras being made, certain types of film and stuff being made with that as well. Fact number three. Jupiter's Claim is now part of Universal Studios' backlot tours. So you can actually physically go to Universal Studios and do the VIP tours, and you can walk on the set where they filmed this, where they filmed all the scenes for Juniper's Claim. And I've seen some YouTube videos of this, prior to watching this film tonight and it's pretty cool like it's really small it's pretty crazy how small it actually looks in person with all the extra stuff around it versus what you see in the film and that's like the magic of movies like it's not a big thing everything's a facade it's just small little tiny buildings made of like fiberglass and stuff like just and it's, it's a small thing but the thing is you can walk through the set everything is still there the giant balloon from the end of the movie that kills the alien, it's all still there. The train is still there. The well is there. The water running around the water wheel. All that stuff is still there. So if you guys are out in L.A. area or out in the California or just looking for a vacation, Universal Studios does a backlot tour. It's part of the backlot tour. You can walk on the set that they built of Jupiter's Claim for this film. I think that's pretty freaking sweet. Fact number four. Peel created an entire 90s-style TV intro for Gordy's home, which you can which you can find on YouTube. It was I don't believe I unless I missed it, it was not in the film, but he made this as part as part on as like a maybe, maybe a per, uh, I guess probably was a promotional thing. So Gordy's home, as we know, is the monkey thing that the child actor um, Steve Yin I think is his last name. And uh, he plays the child actor. He plays Jupiter. He's just the guy that owns Jupiter's claim. And so basically, Jordan Peele created a whole 90s style theme, like like you've seen, like Full House, and I can't think of other 90s TV shows. We'll go with Family Matters, Saved by the Bell, stuff like that. So he created a whole 90s themed YouTube like intro for the show, which is pretty cool. I haven't watched it, but I'm definitely going to check it out here pretty soon. So, fact number five. Gordy's Gordy the monkey in the movie that kills a couple people messes people up was 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 captured with motion Gordy was captured with motion capture it is the same motion capture technology as that they use in Planet of the Apes 
And they also use one of the actors from Planet of the Apes, Terry Wuteri. Wuteri. Maybe I'm butchering his last name. They use an actor from Planet of the Apes with the same technology they used to film Planet of the Apes films. That, again, is pretty freaking cool. Fact number six. Peel's cinematographer rigged up a special camera for the night scene to capture all the night shots. Because once they turn the lights off at the ranch, it's hard to capture, get actual light out there without using natural light. Hoy Toma, which I'm assuming is the cinematographer's name, built a camera rig combined with an infrared 65mm camera and a regular film camera combo and shot the entire thing through a prism. I mean, that's like, that's pretty wild. So they just created this, like just created this for like the night shot. So you can get the actual light and so you can see what's going on in the film. So that is pretty freaking cool. That's the end of the six pack facts. So what I would love for you guys to do, if you can, let me know your thoughts about this film down in the comment section below and uh, go ahead and give me a thumbs up and maybe subscribe if you would like helps me helps the show. And if you would also, if you don't mind, leave me in the comment section some films you would love me to like, to like review and check out. Maybe some films I haven't heard of, I haven't covered yet. Again, I've only covered two so far, so I'm sure there's quite a few. If you have a movie in mind you would like to see me, you would like me to watch and review, drop it in the comment section down below. Or you can reach out to me on Twitter, Instagram. I'm also on Facebook, but Instagram I'm most active on, Brewing Into Cinema on Instagram. I'll put everything in the in the uh, the video down below you'll see it on the outro video as well for those of you who are watching this on youtube overall my rating system new incomers my rating system is 12 it's a 12 pack system again beer themed so out of a 12 pack i will give this like five and a half beers again it was pretty good it was okay but it wasn't that great hope you guys enjoyed it and until next time I'll see you at the movies.